Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I had a sad moment recently while reading a discussion board on the internet. And I want to tell you about this sad moment, and I want to tell you about what I think it means for our culture of men, and then I want to talk about some solutions. Uh, I was reading a discussion board here recently, and it was about something that I realize is somewhat laughable, but, but go with me for a moment to the serious side of it. Uh, young men were on this discussion board, and they were literally discussing what the purpose and function of a jockstrap is. Now, go ahead and get your giggles out of the way. I understand it's a little silly. But one guy started the whole thing by saying, you know what? I don't get what the point of a jockstrap is. I mean, can't you just use underwear? And and why why do you need a jockstrap? Why are they made that way? I mean, if you need protection in the front, why don't you need something in the back? I mean, what's going on with this? Is it is it all about a cup or what's the deal? And other guys came on and said, yeah, I don't I don't really get it either. And then some guys said, well, it's about keeping your package, you know, all concise and so on. And and it, it the point, the thing that I, I felt so intensely was, was not so much whether they gave accurate information. And by the way, no one on that board gave accurate information about the main purpose of a jock strap, which is about preventing jock itch and keeping the sweat and the rubbing from causing a rash. That's the main purpose for a jock, unless it has a cup in it, in which case the main purpose is protection. But that's not my point. My point is not to set the world right here about what jock straps are for. My, my point is that about 30 young men got, got on this discussion board and were desperate for information that they they just couldn't find and they didn't have amongst themselves. And, and I have to tell you that in our unfathered, unbig brothered generation, where the the lore of manhood is not transferred from generation to generation, where where where, where men often, young men don't often have someone they can go to to get information about the basics of manhood. Um, I, I'm telling you, this this is this is what is often resulting is that the most fundamental issues of a man and his body and how he functions and 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 then of course on to how things work with women and how things function in the world and issues of manners and dress and 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 and, and just fundamental basic knowledge of 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 the of the lore of manhood it's just absent in this generation and i was moved by these young men saying what's up with the jock they it obviously they didn't have anybody they could ask live in their lives um, who wouldn't perhaps put them down or laugh at them, because it is a question that can prompt a, a laugh. But quite frankly, every man, if he's going to be a good man, if he's going to be a great man, should have someone that he could ask, someone he can turn to and say, tell me about this. What, what, what's up with that? And, you know, and, and, and every man, every young man, as he starts to have body hair, as his voice starts to change, as he starts to get zits, as his, if his sexual parts start to grow, he should, he should have somebody he could ask. And I, and I want to tell you, this is not that far from my own life. I, 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 don't, I wasn't horribly neglected. I've, I had a busy military father who was not real engaged with me at a personal and manhood level. Um, and, and I remember it wasn't until I got to college 
that some guys taught me how to how to shave with a straight razor. I'd always been given electric razors for Christmas, you know, growing up. And I literally arrived at my university and did not know how to shave, you know, using a straight razor and, and some shaving cream. I'd never done it before. I'd only used an electric razor. Not a big deal. But really, I'd just never been in a culture of men where I could turn and ask anybody. And my father was a little bit too terrifying for me. And I wouldn't have asked him, even though, by the way, he shaved with a straight razor almost every day of his life. This is something that we are going to have to solve and help each other with. It's also a setup for some trouble. Uh, I, I really admire a website called The Art of Manliness. Uh, I, I really like what Brett McKay does. He and I know each other. I've been on their podcast a number of times. And, and I like it, even though I hear some guys complain about it, but I like it because he gets down into the ap- actual lore of manhood that many guys don't know. How to tie a tie, how to grill steaks, how to buy a good suit and know what a good suit is. Um, how to get out of an avalanche was, was one of the recent ones. I mean, may I never need to know that, but hey, it's pretty cool. Um, he's got an entire book that I, that I like so much. It's all filled with practical lore. You know, what to do in the wild, what to do when you're stuck, how to start a fire, what about manners, how to go on a date, what should happen on a date, uh, all of that kind of thing. And some guys kind of roll their eyes and say, hey, let's get back to the philosophical issues of being a man in, a, in, a, in an anti-man generation, they'll say. But the reality is that Brett McKay and and Art of Manliness is providing a very important service because most men never open their mouths to teach other men what they need to know. And so I'm thankful for that. The, the, The threat, the danger of this lack of knowledge is that men will get what they know about manhood from the locker room or from men's health magazines. And by the way, I'm all for the good side of men's health magazines and things of that nature. But but I, I got to tell you, a guy only needs to read so many articles about how to be great in bed and what does it mean to be great in bed and what women say they wish their guys knew about being great in bed before a guy gets the impression that being a man is all, all about the size of his penis and what he does with it in bed. And by the way, it, a complete absence of moral boundaries in those discussions and those magazines. And as a Christian, I can't I can't hide from the fact that I, I think a lot of that leads to difficulty and destruction. So what's my point in this podcast? My point is to say that we need, first of all, to be men who are paying attention to the lore of manhood. Nothing should be laughable. Nothing should be off limits that relates to what a man needs to know. You know, I remember once that I was in a car with my father and a bunch of guys, and we were driving through Germany, and I won't get into the details, but uh, we had to get some gas and I was young. I was maybe 13 and I, a guy was walking along with a, with a, with a can of gas, German style gas can, like you might fill a lawnmower with it. And I suddenly turned to my father and said, is that, is that uh, the entire tank? Is that, does that fill the tank that right there? Well, everybody in the car just erupted laughing, but, but I, I had no way of knowing does a five gallon tank, a five gallon uh, can, you know, or five liter can would have been the case at that time. Does that, does that fill a car? How would I have known? Nobody had ever taught me. Nobody ever taught me how to, how to change the oil in a car. I had to learn that on my own too. Uh, I once tried to get some, some tar off the car finish uh, by using steel wool. That didn't go over well at my house. Um, there's, there is the lore of manhood that each of us needs to pay attention to learn for ourselves and 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 keep 
you know, literally perhaps keep a list of, keep a, keep a, keep a sense, keep, keep a body of knowledge around us. Um, I, I literally keep lists of, of skills I learn and things I know. There are things I don't know how to do. I, I can't navigate by the stars. If I got lost in the woods, I don't think I could hike my way out. I don't know which side the moss is growing on on the tree. I've pretty much always been a European city boy. Okay, fine. That's, that's stuff for me to learn. I've got guys who can teach me. I hang with special forces guys all the time. All I have to do is ask one of them. I'm in pretty good shape. But what about the 13-year-old? What about the 15-year-old? What about the guy in college? What about the newly married man? You know, no one ever taught me about sex. Uh, my mother told me the basics back in the day, but I mean, when I got married, nobody said, now here's what goes on and here's what makes her happy. And here are the, some of the discussions you ought to have. And these are some of the things you might want to consider chatting about and experimenting with on a honeymoon. Why not? Are we embarrassed by it? So I was moved this past week by this discussion because first of all, I want every man to make it his goal to master the lore of manhood doesn't mean you have to be a master of everything on the planet, but but learn things. Know how to tie a tie in three or four different ways. Know how to dress in a variety of ways. Know how to shave. Uh, know the basics of, of your biology and how it grows through the years and, and what it means. Know the basics of your prostate. Know the basics of an erection. Know the basics of your body. Uh, don't, don't be ashamed of those things. Don't look at it like it's old school. Um, know about hair, know about health, know about men and their hearts, uh, physically their hearts, uh, know about men and their, and their spiritual hearts. That's, that's important. Men are different from women and all those things. Um, know about muscle, know about aging, uh, know about things. You should be able to not wire an entire house. I wouldn't put that on anybody, anybody, but you should be able to at least shut off the, the fuse box and replace an outlet or replace a light fixture or hang a ceiling fan. Uh, you understand what I'm saying. The basics, the fundamental stuff of manhood. That's number one. Every man, make it your goal to know the stuff a man ought to know, even beyond what you need to know. I'll probably never end up in the woods lost. But you know what? I want to master that lore just because it's part of the ancient lore of manhood. And I want to be part of that tribe. Number two, I, I want you to start being a resource to other men. I want you to create a culture around you in which people can approach you. I want that 15-year-old at church or down the street to be able to come to you. It's just sense that you're the kind of person that he can ask about things, especially if he doesn't have a father in the home, especially if he's got a troubled home, uh, especially if, if, he's, if he's too shy to ask or has been laughed at. If we don't create a culture around us in which we're willing to share the lore of manhood, and I mean quite literally everything from, I mean, I mean, there should be discussions about alcohol consumption. There should be discussions about, like I say, how to cook food. There should be discussions about how to care for a car. You know, I literally went to college and did not know how to, how to handle a bank account. Now, now, part of this is that we were in a military family. A lot of that was handled for us. My father was a colonel at the time I left home. And, and anyway, my point is that, it, that, that sometimes the, it, this stuff is, uh, you don't know things because it was handled for you. But that's the whole point. Learn it, master it, and then share it with others. This is my second point that I'm making. Be the kind of person who can be approached. Be the kind of person where a 13-year-old boy can come up and ask you about the changes in his penis, and you just sit down and have a calm, a rational conversation with him, refer him to his uncle, refer him to his father, sure, but you're not making it dirty or nasty or, or you're not so embarrassed you can't have the conversation. 
I mean, we need to restore noble manhood in this generation. And that means that we've got to have a culture around us in which the knowledge of manhood can be known. And let me tell you something. There's stuff you don't know. There's stuff you don't know. You aren't supposed to know everything in the world, but you need to know the stuff that you need to live and the people around you need to live. And now, third of all, I want to talk to those of you who are listening, who are not the older men like me, whom I've been addressing thus far, but you're the young guy and you got a lot of questions. I want you to get your questions answered. I want you to find noble men you can talk to. Don't let the guys in the locker room with their nasty talk teach you everything you need to know or that you think you need to know about sex or teach you what they know. Don't, don't let porn teach you about sex. Um, don't, don't let just myth and rumor teach you about your physical body. Or, and, and don't be insecure because you don't know how to tie a tie or you don't know how to do your nails or, or, or you don't know if you should be you know trimming your pubes or whatever. I mean, all this stuff is just normal. Normal stuff for men to talk about when they need to. You don't know about cigars. You don't know about alcohol, if that's something you're interested in. You don't know maybe about art. You don't know, who knows, or a woman's body or all the things a man needs to know, even down to grilling and, again, wiring a house, washing a car, caring for an engine, just the basics. Or maybe it's about computers and you don't know anything about that, but you know you need to. Get the answers you need. Subscribe to Art of Manliness. Get their podcasts. Get their newsletters that go out. Get the book that Brett McKay has done that's so good on practical knowledge men need to know. Beautiful, illustrated, great gift. Guys, young guys, don't be satisfied until you have a band of older brothers who can teach you about these things and do it in a way that respects you and that and that does not diminish you when you ask about it. There's a lot of stuff that you don't know. There's a lot of stuff you need answers for. And unfortunately in our society, um, sometimes teachers are not able to teach this stuff. Um, sometimes parents are embarrassed. Sometimes doctors don't feel comfortable doing it, but you need to know about it. I mean, I'll give you a kind of a wacko weird example from my life. I wet the bed until I was 17 years old. Now, I am a big guy, and at that point, I had already been awarded as an athlete. But what none of my friends knew was that I wet the bed till I was 17. I hid that. I wouldn't spend the night in other people's beds, in other people's houses, not their beds, but other people's houses. Why? Well, we still don't know exactly why that happened. A lot of guys deal with that. They don't have anybody they can talk to about it. Part of the lore of manhood is learning that doctors can help you with that today and that there's a fix for it and that it doesn't need to be something that indicates that you're retarded or or deformed or ill in some way, which is what I concluded and I've learned since many young men have concluded as well. Now, I've chosen the most the weirdest example from my life just to make the point that all of us uh, no matter what we may become, no matter what other success we might be having in our lives at the time, we've got things we don't know. We got things we're insecure about. We got things we're unsure about. And I don't want to turn every man's meeting into some long discussion about sex and penises, but I want the culture that we are attempting to build. Those of you who listen to me, those of you who read my books, those of you who check in at Art of Manliness, those of you who read John Eldridge and, and the other people I've encouraged and, and who want to be good men, want to be noble men, want to be great men and righteous men, build a culture around you of ease and comfort with talking about the lore of manhood. Have that conversation with your son, not just the conversation about sex, but other stuff. Make him confident. Make him a person who, who if he doesn't know what he needs to know, he's got 
friends and brothers and uncles and your buddies and you he can turn to to get answers. This is essential. It's part of the lore of manhood. It's part of restoring noble manhood. It's part of sending confident young men out into the world. And by the way, I'm sitting here in my 50s, and there's still some things that I don't know. I plan to be learning about the lore of manhood for the rest of my life, teaching it, writing it, encouraging it in others, sitting with guys in my living room and talking about it. I want you to be the same thing. Let's remove the shame. Let's forgive the previous generation who didn't pass this lore on to us. Let's support organizations like Art of Manliness, and let's be the great men we're called to be, not just because we hang on to the higher principles, but also because we master the practical lore from pocket knives to shining shoes to how to wear a belt to how to match clothes to how to serve a meal to how to be noble on a date, all the practical stuff, how to be husbands and fathers and and know about our kids and their development. This is the stuff men need to master. So let's make this part of the culture we're building around us. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.